Warning, this podcast contains serious and explicit content from the real-life stories that often involve horrific crimes committed against women, children, and men alike, to the language and comedic angle that the hosts bring to the table. This is a comedy podcast specifically focused on true crime events, and it is not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This discussion, 12-year-old Jalik Rainwalker, a biracial child with autism, goes missing. He had spent the night with his foster father in a vacant home when his father woke up and supposedly found pillows stuffed underneath blankets in Jalik's bed as if to resemble a sleeping person. Jalik also apparently left a note apologizing for causing problems, stating that he was running away. Jalik has never been seen again. Welcome to We Didn't Do It. Well, it has been a while. It has been a long time. So, introductions real quick. I am, of course, Greg, a.k.a. Young Hank. I am on every We Didn't Do It that you have ever heard in your entire life. And I got goddamn Bipolar B and Brady. The man, the myth, the legend. So, Brian, give me like ten, 10 seconds of your introduction. What do you want to say to everybody? I want to give a shout out to all the fat bitches worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I know what Brayden wants to say. Fuck Cody Parkey. <laughs> Fuck Cody Parkey to the day I die, bro. Yeah, well, uh, for those that don't know, me, Brian, and Brayden, this is like three of like five to seven people that we used to have on a podcast back in 2018. The Joy Lane podcast, we would talk about news. It was like two or three times a week we would link up. It was actually wild. Uh, we were pretty dedicated. Then it fell off. But we had a good time back then. And now we didn't do it as here. And I'm bringing back the boys. So we are going to do the case of Jalik Rainwalker. Uh, if you guys want to pull it up, if you just Google it, the website is charlieproject.org. It has just pretty much what I'm going to go through. I didn't. I know about the case. I didn't do much research. I can add facts that I remember. I always just remember shit. But Jalik Rainwalker, he is. Uh, he was 12 years old. He went missing in 2007. Greenwich, New York. Yeah, 2007. He is a biracial child with autism. What was uh, his thing though? Hmm. Like, you know how autistic people, like, got a thing, right? No. You know what I'm talking about? Like, 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 flop their hands excessively. Oh, no, he was causing a lot of trouble, man. He was in the foster care system, and, like, uh, he was... I don't know if they just moved them around a lot. You know, I think they do, but his last family, which... What we're gonna get into, the one... the Like, the foster father that was with him when he supposedly ran away... They were trying to get rid of him. They were like, I want this kid out of my house. He was causing a lot of problems. He had, like, angry outbursts and shit like that. So, yeah. All right, so let's just get into it. So, Jalik, 
Jalik was last seen at the home belonging to his adoptive father's parents in the 10th block of Hill Street in Greenwich, New York on November 1st. So his adoptive father, Stephen Burrell Kerr. Steve Kerr? Steve fucking Kerr. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. He spent... The legend himself. Steve Kerr spent the night alone in the house with him. And the house was abandoned. Right? It belonged to the family, but there wasn't shit in it but, like, but like, for, like a bed. And, like, you know, things that you can use in the kitchen and stuff. It's like, it was kind of weird that, like, they went to spend it there. But so Jalik, it was a meth house? Kinda, yeah. So J- Jalik, he, he just had gotten out of some sort of... Like, they sent him away to another family because he was causing trouble, right? And then he just came back to this adoptive father, Steve Kerr. So the house that Jalik was used to growing up in, if you're on the Charlie Project, you can see it's kind of like um, in the all the pictures that they have. At the very bottom, you can see an age progression of Jalik. Then you have his adoptive father, who looks like a piece of shit, bald motherfucker. And then a, two bitches. And then down there's a log cabin. And that cabin, dude, they, they had like, I don't, I think they might have had running water, but there wasn't much. It was like a giant one-room house, I believe. It's a weird situation for somebody that had like a bunch of kids to live in. So, Jalik disappeared during the night on November 1st and has never been heard from again. Kerr said that he woke up the next morning and at 7.30 a.m. found a note that Jalik had left behind. It said, Dear everybody, I'm sorry for everything. I won't be a bother anymore. Goodbye, Jalik. Kerr uh, reported his son missing at 8.57. So, look at the timeline. 7.30 is when he found that ship. 8.57 is when he reported it so it's an hour and a half later he took a shower (laughs) he he took a shower he ate breakfast all this shit and he told the cops that he did that stuff jesus so jillik is not believed to have been carrying any cash or credit cards when he went missing jillik had been living with his adoptive parents steve kerr and his wife jocelyn mcdonald for five years by 2007 so jillik was born to a uh, a, a mother that was addicted to crack cocaine and he had spent his early childhood in six different foster homes I was actually right I said this was a seventh so yes six this was a seventh his parents stated Jalik had violent temper tantrums so Brayden that is his thing violent temper tantrums and his four <laughs> siblings were afraid of him Jesus <laughs> <Ooh>, Christ <laughs> Yeah, it's so yeah. fucked up, man. Yeah, it is, man. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, no, you were right. Yeah, Are you an asshole it. if you're fucking right? No. So yeah. Jalik's Jalik's former foster parents, Jody and Larry Schoen, who cared for him for four years, confirmed this, stating that his outbursts could last up to an hour. Wow, damn, that's a long God, time. Damn. Bro, how could you be that angry for that long? Shit, can't control but, like, it. <laughs> that's, a, that's really being committed to the cause right there. Yeah. So they described Jalik as a very intelligent but troubled child. 
The Showens had a, uh, he, the Showens had originally planned to adopt him, but after he attacked their daughter when he was seven, they decided he could no longer stay in their home. He then went to live with Steve Kerr and Jocelyn McDonald, who have three biological sons and one adoptive daughter. The couple's uh, children ranged in age from 8 to 14 at the time of Jalik's disappearance. So Jalik's adoptive family led a non-traditional lifestyle. This is going into the cabin and stuff that I was talking about. So their home in rural Washington County, New York. Okay, so it didn't have any running water. There was no running water. The toilets were outhouses, so basically just porta potties that you don't fucking move so they're not porta potties just standalone shit it's only electricity comes from a generator that runs for several hours during the day and just like i had said everyone slept in one room the family yeah the family stated they lived this way because it was better for the environment so they're biden voters yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) they have to be they have to be a photo of the Washington County house is posted with the case summary on this website. Like I said, it's just like a log cabin, you know. Jalik's family still owns the home, but in 2008, they moved to West Rupert, Vermont. So maybe now they're Bernie voters, I don't know. Steve Kerr and McDonald stated that uh, Jalik was both suicidal and homicidal. A little bit of logic, a little bit of little Dirk, you know what I mean? Logic would have been perfect for this podcast. <laughs> fucking biracial kid. <laughs> this is fucking dirt took a fucking like remix. Like logics. <laughs> Talking about suicidal awareness and shit. Talking about it's gonna be a homicide. That's, that's, that's still one of the funniest shit to me. Dude. <laughs> still so funny. Alright, so we're so both suicidal and homicidal at the time of his disappearance, but he wasn't taking any psychiatric drugs or receiving any therapy for his mental conditions. That's fucked up. If you know that this motherfucker is messed up with, you know, because his mother was a crack addict, okay? So there's some shit that he was just born with that's not his fault. You gotta get that boy some help, man. And that sucks that he wasn't going through none of it. So, on October 23rd, a little over a week prior to Jalik's disappearance, Kerr called a crisis hotline and said that his son was unmanageable. Like I said, he had just returned from being somewhere else because they wanted to get rid of him. Kerr stated that Jalik had threatened a small child in his homeschool group. Oh, wow, so they were also homeschooled. That's a fucking weird family, dude. (laughs) So, uh, McDonald was afraid of him and no longer wanted him at the home. Kerr said that he and his wife wanted to reverse the adoption. Again, just confirming what I've been saying. I know everything, man. So, the crisis worker said it wasn't possible to reverse the adoption and suggested respite care. I think that's how it is. Respite care instead. So, Jalik was sent to the home of Elaine and Tom Person, licensed foster parents who had provided respite care for him in the past they kept him until november 1st you know the day that he went missing he was given back to steve kerr who planned to send him to another respite home the very next day that was the day that jalik was reported missing an extensive search of the area turned up no indication of jalik's whereabouts within a few days police announced that they thought 
he could have met with foul play, since it is unlikely that a child of that age, and you know one that has mental issues, could survive on their own, be MIA for that long and stuff. The possibilities that Jalik ran away or commit suicide, they have not been ruled out, but it's very unlikely. So, like, what are you guys getting right now from 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 just stopping right here? I, mean, I don't think his family killed him and they fucking butchered this nigga and fucking <laughs> ate him. It's a poor fucking family. Like, they can't waste food like that. So they, they just said, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that's man, just this my fear. I mean, it's just like, that's just like, you want to talk about like a perfect place to like get rid of somebody. Like, you're in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nobody around. You got no, like, just, first, when you said outhouses, I'm like, oh, yeah, they definitely killed the dude. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah. Ain't no yeah. doubt, man, no doubt. Yeah, we got, like, we got places like that around here, like my buddy's camps and stuff. It's, it's meant for hunting, not for murder or living in, but, like, they, they have outhouses, they have, like, saunas, because there's no running water, so they'll literally sweat and take a shower that way. I'm like, that's foul, dude. On top of that, based on where you're at, you're, like, nowhere near anybody. So it's just, like, like even if you did, like, it'd be, like, forever until, like, someone, like, comes across, like, a body or something or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they definitely killed the dude. I kind of understand, like, the reasoning behind it, though, if they did do it. But it's just, like, that's, <laughs> that's not right, bro. <laughs> no, I get it, too, man. But you just can't yeah. do that. You know, you can't do that to... <laughs> You're not supposed to. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, so oh, so so Jocelyn McDonald, the the wife of Steve Kerr, she took a polygraph in this case, but Steve Kerr refused to take one. Both parents maintained their innocence in this case and stated they believed their son simply ran away. They suggested he might be living with an American uh, African American family or gang. Yes, Jalik had always considered himself to be black rather than biracial. (laughs) I knew it. They definitely killed that motherfucker. And he always wanted to live with African Americans. So the person... I got something to say real quick. Because it's like, they say they took a polygraph, like, in his case. Like, I thought, like, uh, you couldn't take polygraphs because they couldn't use that in court or some shit. No, they can't use it in court, but they will try to get you. They'll try almost in every fucking case to to have you take a polygraph. Uh, okay. It's just inadmissible in court, but they're going to want you to take it. I, I think Jocelyn, so the, the wife of Steve Kerr, she passed hers, but Steve refused to take it. And he was the one that was with Jalik that night. It was just him and Jalik in mm. that abandoned house. and And Steve woke up. And he said he saw the bed. He was like, yo, Jalik, wake up, motherfucker. And it was all pillows and stuff tucked under a blanket. Like, ah, very likely story, Steve Kerr. Very likely story. So the person said that the farewell note Jalik supposedly left on the night he vanished was not a goodbye note. Rather, a letter he was assigned to write by his father for homework. So... I don't know that the person's oh oh the 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 respite family that he was with Elaine and Tom okay so that was confusing me because their last name's person so I was like what the fuck so 
That family said that the note Jalik had left, it wasn't a, a goodbye note. It was actually a homework assignment, right? But Steve, so Steve allegedly told his son to write a note apologizing to the people that he had harmed. And that family had saw Jalik writing it. Actually, he didn't actually, uh, although he didn't actually read it, but he saw Jalik writing it. So Elaine and Tom Person, the last family prior to handing him back to Steve Kerr, they said that this note found was that that note found after Jalik vanished that he had written that for a homework assignment. So that's that's fucked up. So Elaine Person, several of Jalik's former foster parents and his adoptive maternal grandparents. So. Everybody except for Steve Kerr and Jocelyn, they've started a website publicizing Jalik's disappearance. Elaine Person said she believed that Steve Kerr harmed Jalik on the day that he went missing, thus causing his disappearance. So in January of 2008, police named Steve Kerr as a person of interest in Jalik's disappearance. They stated that they had video surveillance footage of Kerr driving his van around Greenwich after midnight on the night of Jalik's disappearance. At the time, Kerr said he was asleep. Cell phone data and pings indicate that, uh, that Kerr took a different route to the house than he had also said. Very sus. Very sus. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you guys. I think I think they killed his ass, man. Oh, um, definitely did. Fuck that. Yeah, that sucks. Investigators uh, appealed for information on Kerr's whereabouts on November 1st and 2nd. In February February 2008, police conducted a search warrant on Kerr's father's home. That's the home that they were in, the abandoned one, right? Where Jalik had been staying the night that he disappeared. They seized a computer to try to determine if the machine was used to write the alleged goodbye letter slash homework assignment but couldn't prove or uh, disprove that theory days after the search Kerr and McDonald so Steve and Jocelyn filed a lawsuit against the police department alleging that they'd been illegally detained and the search was improper wow what a bunch of fucking cunts (laughs) (laughs) sounds messy uh... Jesus Christ that's crazy. You know, it's fuck 12 around here, but I think the fucking cops had every reason to search. And then you get mad that they're actually trying to see if you actually fucking did it. Yeah. You're definitely suspect as fuck. Right. Jalik's adoptive maternal grandmother, Barbara Reilly, has been active in the search for him and filed for custody of him after his disappearance. She was denied in July of 2008. She was charged with burglarizing Kerr's and uh, so Steve Kerr and Jocelyn McDonald's home. Really played not guilty. No, and what I believe she was looking for clues and stuff because she didn't fucking believe any of them. So she like busted in that motherfucker was like looking for shit. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure she found something. So let me let me keep reading. I, I think it was like a sweater. So shortly after the burglary, police went to the home and removed a piece of clothing. There you go, for testing. They stated really had seen the clothing while she was inside. In a media interview. So she didn't take it, but she saw it. That's a wow. badass old bitch, dude. Right. So really said that it was a yellow 
fleece shirt. Okay, not a sweater, but a shirt. Jalik was said to have been wearing that when he disappeared. Photographs of Reilly, Steve Kerr, and Jocelyn were posted with this case summary. I saw that up there. So, scrolling back up, maybe I'll post this on the Instagram or something. I'm pretty sure the, the, the woman next to the bald dude is uh, Jocelyn, and then the older one, the one that looks like she's got a determined look on her face, then that's Reilly. I like her. Yeah, she's so, a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. So in a media interview, really stated that Kerr had anger management issues and he had been going to counseling for them and that McDonald had made him move out of the family home for brief periods twice in 2007 because of his aggressive behavior towards the children. Mm, okay. So Steve and everybody's Kerr, angry at that household. Yeah, I mean, you don't got running water. I'd be fucking pissed too. <laughs> Yeah, man, you gotta sit around with flies and stuff, dude. Uh, Jesus Christ. No separate rooms, you're all in one fucking giant. That's just gotta be some musty ass shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. There's like one bed, but like the rest like sleep on the floors, but they use fucking yeah, like, like watch pillows like, and shit. Like, uh, Japanese or like some weirdos. people and they just sleep on the floors. It's, it's like a Mexican house. <laughs> like 20 motherfucking mexicans in one room i remember i remember I, had a, I had a good mexican friend growing up i went to this townhouse that he was in and he he like never invited me over but he's like oh i forgot something at home so we walked in dude there's like 22 people in this fucking shit i'm like this whole motherfucker's <laughs> gonna collapse i'm like let's get out of here i'm getting claustrophobic yeah, I'm, like, I'm getting claustrophobic dude shit like, no wonder no account. wonder they get in trouble and shit all, all the time they're never fucking home <laughs> I wouldn't be home either. Fuck that. That's gonna suck too. You can't even get horny because like no space. Yeah, what are you gonna beat it? Yeah, what are you gonna do, bro? In the bathroom, someone fucking two minutes later knocking on the. There's 22 people. <laughs> I, somebody's gotta piss every five minutes. You're like at the outhouse trying to get in that. Yeah, I'm trying to beat with flies yourself. and. Like, Daddy, I gotta pee. <laughs> uh, oh, good. <laughs> uh, that's just so foul. Fucking that's kidding so me. <laughs> I was with you. Like, I do this with Oliver sometimes. I'm like, I'll like go into the bathroom. Like, I'm just gonna jerk off real quick. Literally, the fucking second I try to get into it, Oliver's knocking on the door. I'm like, dude, I was with you for four hours. No, you gotta fucking pee. <laughs> He's like, Daddy, just real quick. I'm like, fuck, man. And then I like tuck it, you know, like it, you know, I tuck it uh, at noon in my waistband, and he goes to pee, and then I don't know. Sometimes I can't even finish. I just go fuck it, dude, and I just flush the toilet. You gotta scream yeah. fuck Scotty Pippen too, because like he just fucked up the whole room. <laughs> fuck Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, so we're where were we here? So oh, so she was stating that he had uh, anger management issues. Really had witnessed one incident where Steve Kerr became angry with Jalik, dragging him outside and repeatedly dunking him in a nearby creek. <laughs> That's fucked up. fucking high school, like shoving like the kid's head in the toilet. Yeah. Like, Jesus, man. Like, how fucking pissed off do you have to be? Just hold someone down in until creek. they drown. In a, a creek. creek and a, a nasty creek is like creek fucking, too. uh, it's so uh, dirty. Yeah, Creek's gotta be like, I don't know, man. Like, 
six to twelve inches sometimes. Oh my God. <laughs> you gotta get all the way down there, dude. Yeah. He's like grabbing his neck and he's just like holding like both of his feet in the air, like suspended, right? And then yeah. he's just like, wait, like, wait, no, like he's like dunking him, like taking dips. Like he'll put him in for five <laughs> seconds and then he'll like take him back up and then put him back in there. <laughs> Oh, just, man. just murdering this kid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up, but it's still funny at the same time. <laughs> oh, like, it's oh, not man. okay, but I can just like imagine getting like so fucking angry. Like, man, I mean, I'd be angry, but I feel for the kid, man. <clears throat> that sucks. Yeah, like, of course being I feel in for a the situation kid. like that, you know, because like I've met a couple people who like have been in the foster system. And it's like not cool. No, that like, just sucks. So many, yeah, they've been through so many different families or whatnot. Just like no one wants to take them in. I just feel bad for them, though. Dude, so, every time I hear, I'm being serious. I do feel bad for like people in situations like that. No, yes, yeah, no, for real. I mean, we, we make jokes and shit, but like I laugh at literally everybody. But like the foster, like I don't know how they pick these foster families. Every time I ever hear a story that they're fucking shitty ass people, man. Like, they why are no they? Background checks for nothing. Yeah, like, why... They gotta get money, right? They gotta get yeah. money from the government for this shit, right? They have to get paid, so... The the foster families have to get something out of it. They they just gotta be pieces of shit that just, like... Fuck, live in a goddamn cabin where they don't even spend any of that money that they get. And shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> they were like, fuck it. Let's just kill them. Oh, so, like, and that actually... Use this money to better ourselves. Right, and that actually reminds me... Steve Kerr and Jocelyn, it's not even in this article right here, but Steve Kerr and Jocelyn, they were getting Jalik's monthly payments from the government, I think for almost like a year after he was gone, and they were just, they didn't say shit, they just kept getting them. You know, he's not even there. Damn, so, that's yeah. shit. So, yeah, so, alright, where were they left off, so dunking him into the creek... So really said that <laughs> really said that McDonald really said that uh, so really said that Jocelyn made Steve write a letter of apology to Jalik for this dunking incident. He uh, and made him do the child. So Jalik had chores and she made Steve Kerr do those chores. Dude, you know what? That's what blew him over. He had to do his fucking chores after he, you know, he was just so fucking just boiling. The next time Jalik did anything, <laughs> he's dead. That's exactly what happened, dude. This motherfucker dunks him in a creek late 2007 and he goes missing. Then, like, come on, dude. Jalik said something, did something, and Steve was like, that's it. Enough is enough! And Jaleek caught him in a fat piece of shit too many times, finally. <laughs> yeah, called him a bald <laughs> motherfucker. Something like that. So, although... I, I think all of us don't believe it, the police and FBI state that Jaleek might be in the New York cities of Albany and Altamont. Authorities stated that they have li little evidence as to his fate and nobody has been charged in connection with his case, but foul play is suspected in his disappearance. And that is Jalik's story. So, after all that, 
What do you, what do you, I mean, I think we all kind of have the same thoughts. I think Steve Kerr killed him. No, he, he killed that. 2008, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or 2007 is when he went missing. 2007 and November 1st, 2007 is when he went missing. Yeah, he's either dead or someone else took him in. He's like has like a new identity or some shit. But like he's probably he looks dead. he looks kind of unique though a little bit. You know what I mean? I think somebody might just I think somebody would recognize. I think he's dead, man. Yeah. You got my cousin's hair though. <laughs> Damn, that's my close cousin right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. It's crazy, man. Thing is, yeah. crazy is, like, he don't look slow, though. Like, I thought... I don't like, know. Yeah. With some of these pictures... <laughs> 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 like, like, his pictures right there. He told me he had autism. I was like, what? You look normal to me. I don't know, man. I'm with Brian nah. here. Nah, I'm looking at the the, the pictures of the foster parents. Yeah, they definitely... They definitely... They did uh, that they did Thumbs that up one looks like a neo-Nazi. Like he looked like he wanted them in them racial groups. Steve, Steve Kerr? Yeah, that's like George Zimmerman. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks like he just plotted to kill uh, Governor Whitmer in Michigan. That was wild. Yeah. Like, fucking... He, he's one of them. Oh, that's one of the guys. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. And the wife just looks like... She definitely looked like she white trash, but she probably got good coochie angle. I probably hit her once. Because I'm desperate like that. But it is, it is, bro. I don't know about that one. I don't know, man. Hey, you said you wouldn't judge me, bro. You right, you right. Exactly. Do you, my nigga. Do you. <laughs> nah, that whole thing, man. We, we, we started reading about the whole, like, they lived in, like, one cabin with, like, no, just one room. That's just absolutely disgusting. Yeah, Honestly, man, I can't get over that. Dude, especially when you have like somebody who's mentally ill in your house, like that's not normal. They're not gonna just <laughs> right. <laughs> you really weird, bro. If you start doing that, but then start running off towards around the house. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking pit bull. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god. Yo, they got like a King of the Rings set up, man. Everybody's gonna fucking fight each other. Right. For the one air mattress and shit. Hold up. They're not even a family, right? It's like the secret cult of like shout out WWE or something like that. Yeah, no, you, you get you got the Owen brothers and stuff. Yeah. From the Hardys. No. And you got Jalik's crazy ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! He, like they have like the ring, right? And like there's like a couch. He gets on the top of the couch, and he just starts like drop kicking niggas, bro. Jocelyn <laughs> oh thinks she's fucking Trish Stratus. <laughs> Steve Kerr thinks he's Steve Austin. <laughs> Comes in, she's like one beer, two beers. You know, he got, that, he got that one CM Punk who's, like, just trying to make everybody just chill out. All right, I think everybody just calm team. down, man. Yeah. Just, like, everybody's got to relax. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Alcohol is bad. Straight edge society and whatnot. Oh, my gosh, man. Pepsi's cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's fucking wild. Yo, that grandma, though, the one that busted into that house, she's like female Ric Flair, dude. Right. He comes in, she she's like, whoa, my fine, my fucking dance. <laughs> 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 Woo, I recognize that sweater. 
<laughs> Jalik had that on. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> she comes in like she saves the day and whatnot, and then just everybody goes crazy. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <clears throat> no nah, man, this is a this is an interesting case. Yeah, this is very, very interesting case. Very sad, but like we did. Like we do it, we didn't do it, man. We made it our own, and and I had a really good time. We ha- we'll have to do this uh, for for more cases, but it, it's nice to get you guys back on here. For sure, my nigga. For sure, absolutely. Thank you guys for coming on. It was it was it was a blast, man. I I had smoked a little bit. I think I I could have been more high, but it went well. And um, yeah, we'll do this again real soon, like for the uh, for the you know reasons that I stated. But I'll get this up there first week of November and braid and come back to Twitter when you can. Brian, I'll talk to you soon. Night, my nigga. Be safe right. though. Peace right. out. Be safe though. And stay alive, motherfuckers. <laughs>